You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you on this fine Friday, the 18th September, um... I'm going to get started, and I got a guest coming in. Every Friday, I'm going to have a special guest coming on. Um, and um, so, it, you know, we're going to do our Pick'em ser- series, um, just so you know, um, every Friday with Brandon Lang, who's the best handicap, you know, betting handicapper in the world. So we're going to do that, um, and uh, it should be interesting. We'll only do about 10 minutes, and then uh, – you know, we'll go from there, but uh, it should be good. We're going to do it for 10 minutes uh, every Friday. So if you guys are betters, make sure you tune in and you get your uh, get your bet on. Um, and, you know, we'll go into that. Um, quote of the day, you have to fight through some bad days to earn the best days of your life. That's just a true statement. I truly believe it. You have to fight through some bad days to earn the best days of your life. <clears throat> That's just a true, real shit. Um if it was fucking, if everything was easy and given to us, man, we would uh, all have the winning lotto ticket numbers. I'm just telling you. Tough days develop character, humility, fucking tough skin, so you can take on the haters and bitch-made cats uh, who talk shit about you daily, who themselves never fucking lift a finger to help anybody, and, uh, you know, are usually some fake fat fuck sitting on their couch, uh, you know, sitting behind the keyboard typing away, so... This show is brought to you by Manscaped. Um, as you know, you got to shave your balls, man. And ladies, I know you appreciate uh, me telling your men that. 2020 has been the year of things happening that is completely out of your control, but there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your balls. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Ladies like your shit shaved. Trust me. Go ask them. If they don't, they're living in the fucking 70s porn era and they all are fucking got armpit hair and everything else. So go fucking shave your shit. This ain't John Holmes and Madonna's fucking Playboy edition where she has a fucking armpits hair. Go watch. Go look at the uh, like it's like 85 Playboy edition of Madonna. Go peep it out. I have the last stapled issue. Don't ask me why and don't call me some weird creepy fuck. I got the last stapled issue of Madonna's Playboy and... uh it's appalling to watch, look at because she's fucking horrible in it. But anyway, I have that episode, uh, that edition. Um, it was handed down, fucking heirlooms, you slap dicks. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code SLAPDICK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using my promo code SLAPDICK. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns and shave that front trunk. Take your grooming game to the next level. Um, so listen, I'm going to call, I'm going to call Brandon Lang, um, patch him in real quick. And, uh, and he's going to, uh, you know, he's going to, he's going to join us and, uh, it should be interesting. So hold on tight. Brandon, what All up? Right. What's up, G? Oh man, chilling, man, chilling. I got a, I got a, the audience here on YouTube, man. They, they, uh, you know, they, they were talking, raving about you last week, how knowledgeable you are. I said, yeah, well, they fucking made a movie about him, you fucking idiots. So that's just uh, how that goes. But anyway, you know, not all people know everything. What's going on, man? How was your bets last week? Bets were good. Uh, we've come out of the box uh, in football, six and one. Uh, if not for a fucking Polish field goal kicker who decides to miss three field goals and a, an extra point on Monday night, I would be a perfect seven and O to start the football season, which for somebody in my business is, is, is pretty darn good. So, uh, I'm about to walk into the strip mart after I finish with you. And I swear to God, if any man even looks remotely like Steven Guskowski, I will punch him right in the face. I will stand over him and say, Google Steven Guskowski. And then you'll understand why I just punched you in the face and how much money he cost me on Monday night. And it's not so much the money. Right. I mean, it's just being able to go into week three of college football and week two of the NFL 
having hit seven straight football winners to start the year. And one thing I can't stand having done this for 30 years, I can handle, I can handle losing a game. I, I can, I can handle a quarterback throwing an interception. I can handle, I can handle a fumble. I can handle a missed assignment in the secondary. I, I can handle all that, but just, just indulge me for just a moment. The one thing I can't handle is some fucking pussy that the only thing he does at practice is goes off by himself and kicks field goals. Yep. That's all he does. He doesn't hit. He doesn't. He run. does nothing. He yeah. doesn't run. Does yeah. All he has is just kick for three hours. And then when you go to the game, he separates himself from, from the team, yep. kicks into the net. It, it's all he does. And you're telling me at the NFL level, you can't walk out there and make not one, make not two, fucking miss three field goals and a chip shot extra point, you cock-sucking motherfucker. I swear to God, <laughs> it's the one thing I cannot handle in this business. The one thing. Hey, no doubt. Is field, is field goal kickers costing me money. I, I'm shocked I he's not cut. I'm, I Really, I told everybody he'd be cut when I did the little live video. I, I'm like, I, usually they get cut. He's got the New England fucking uh, resume, so, uh, you know, it's probably saving him, but usually anyone else would be done, so... I agree. I swear to God. And I, if you know what, it's fortunate enough for me with the anger that I feel toward players that I never run into one of these guys like the next day, because if I did, I, I'd be in jail. I'd stand before the judge yeah. for assault and the judge say, how do you plead? I'd say guilty temper insanity. Judge would say to me, well, okay, tell me what happened. Well, judge, he cost me this amount of money and this amount of money and this amount of money. And, and it just all boiled to head. And judge would look at me and say, I get it. I'm a sports better, so uh, charges dismissed. And as I'm walking out, I'd say, you know what, Judge, by the way, bet the Rams this week, and he'd say thanks. <laughs> so there we are. Hey, well, I lost last night. I picked fucking Bengals. Uh, I should have never did that, but I I think Mayfield's a well, fucking wait, you, overrated. Well, wait. Wait. Mm-hmm. You, what do you mean? It, so if you pick the Bengals, you should have gotten six points and covered. Oh no, I didn't. I wasn't even into that type of betting. I we, me and a buddy just bet head up. So I just, it was a, it was one of those. Okay, bets. let no, me. No, it let wasn't me, betting. My bad. It wasn't your level shit. Okay, but for future reference, <laughs> if you're if you're betting with a buddy, <laughs> he still had you, you. You're getting your bet. You, you, that was a very bad bet on your. You can't. You're betting a six point. You're betting a six-point underdog on the road straight up. First of all, the money line for a bet like that was you're going to bet 100 to win like 290 because a six-point underdog on the money line is almost three to one, two and a half to one. So you should have a $100 bet would have got you back 250 on the money line. So going forward, any one of your friends, now that you're educated on gambling, want to bet you on a football game and you're going to take the underdog, you make sure you get the points to go along with that underdog. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, we're starting a pool play deal at my house tomorrow with a bunch of buddies on Sunday. Sorry, Sunday. So we're going to see how that goes. I got about six good friends coming through, man. We're going to see. So who knows? I got bet online as a sponsor. So we're going to see if those fucks help me. So, all right, let's get into these picks. Pick them quick is our Friday segment, man, with uh, the best in the business, Brandon Lang. So if you guys are betters, you guys better follow him and follow his uh, website, BrandonLang.com. All right, who you got? Giants, Giants, uh, Cubbies. Giants, Chicago, no at Chicago, value. At Chicago. Right. Run as far as you can from any game involving Mitchell Trubisky because, yes, they did come back and they did beat the Detroit Lions courtesy of a Matthew Stafford pick in the fourth quarter, which ignited the comeback. Most overrated, overpriced, overpaid quarterback in NFL history is Matthew Stafford. Uh, don't even get me started on how much money that man's cost me, uh, but but stay away from Giants Chicago. Stay away from it. All right. Cowboys-Falcons. Over, make sure your, your listeners are writing this down, over the post a total of 52.5. Atlanta had over 500 yards total offense. Dallas stuck in the mud a little bit. Atlanta defensively couldn't stop me, you, and two mothers in a wheelchair. Let's take over 52.5. Over 52.5. Green Bay, Detroit at Green Bay. Doesn't matter. As bad as Detroit was in the fourth quarter and as good as Green Bay was, Detroit has played them really, really tough. Uh, the last couple of years, for whatever reason, the Lions match up really well with Green Bay. Uh, Lions have covered the last six meetings between these two, getting six points. Take Detroit plus the points. Detroit plus the points. All right. Jacksonville at Tennessee. 
You know, I came on your show last week, said Jacksonville plus the points, get it done. They did. Won the game outright. Philip Crimea Rivers with the fourth quarter interception, which I also said he was going to throw. So Crimea Rivers, with I think he's got 9, 10, 11, 12 kids back there in San Diego, something like that. Uh, that wife, he needs to be, that boy needs to get snipped. But uh, I, when I look at this game, I stay away from any game involving Crimea Rivers. And, uh, okay. No, Jacksonville, no covers their last five games in Nashville, but I can't touch this game because of the Pollock and uh, fuck him next game. Okay, Minnesota at Indy. You know, as bad as, as Minnesota was last week and as bad as Rivers was, I believe both these offenses are going to have a big day over the posted total. The last five road games a year ago for the Vikings went over the posted total. Minnesota Indy over. Over. Gotcha. Rivers, fuck. Buffalo at Miami. Well, just like last week when I said Jacksonville, hot field, humid, going down there, humidity, yeah. and Jacksonville would cover. Here's Buffalo going down to Miami, hot, humid, Latin food, indigestion, diarrhea, Miami plus the points. Miami. Um, Frisco at Jets. Shit. As bad as the Jets or people thought the Jets were last week, they were competitive. They yeah. were down big, back, back, got it to a 10-score game and had the ball to get it to three before a turnover. Um, at home, the last five games as an underdog, the Jets were 4-1 and one against the spread. Ugly dog of the day. Take the Jets plus seven. Jets plus seven. Woo. Uh, Rams at Philly. Well, you think an West Coast team going east in the early time zone would screw a team up? Your clock, you're playing at 1 o'clock, it's 10 a.m. back in L.A., you're still getting up. McVeigh lives down by the beach in Manhattan Beach. you got a live date and a model. You'd think something would be a problem. Except for the fact that the last six times the Rams have played in the early eastern time zone, meaning 1 p.m. eastern, they are a perfect 6-0 and against the spread. I think Carson Wentz is going to turn out to be the second coming of Rick Meyer and Brady Quinn. Same here. I'm going to take L.A. I'm going to take L.A. L.A. Denver at Pitt. Under the posted total, the defense of the Steelers looked really, really good against Daniel Jones on Monday night. Conversely, Denver allowed Tennessee to go up and down the field on them, but they, they tightened up in the red zone. I like under the posted total. Last time I checked in this game, the posted total between these two was 47.5. Let's go under. Under 47.5, no doubt. Uh, Carolina at Tampa, Tom Brady redemption. Yeah, Tom Brady redemption, man. He looked every bit his age of 43 years old. And you can give him all the weapons you want. You can say Brady all you want. But if you ain't got time to throw, bro, it ain't happening. So, uh, I'll no risk it, no biscuits. Better tighten up that offensive line. It's going to be a long year for Tampa Bay. For me, I think both these teams are going to score points. Tyrod, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. But all Teddy Bridgewater does is cover the number. I think the Bucks win. Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But if I had to take take a side i'd lean towards taking carolina plus the points carolina plus uh the washington no namers versus arizona at arizona before this season is over the 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 the, the team that will have the best defensive line in the nfl oh it's washington no is, question is going to be washington mm-hmm. they are they yeah. are unbelievable and i'm always a proponent of saying that Yep. Anytime you go on the road in the NFL as a as a big underdog and you win outright, yep. and then you turn around and come home and you're laying more than three, it's called a flat spot. Arizona's in that flat spot. 0-3 is a favorite against the spread the past two seasons, 0-1 last year. Give me the Washington football team plus the points. Washington plus. Hey, I won thirty grand on this giant team that they said couldn't beat New England who was undefeated because I said, Washington's D-line, or uh, Giants D-line is unbelievable. That year, what happened? They beat the fucking Patriots because of their D-line. Exactly. KC yep. at, at, the, at the new uh, SoFi uh, against the Chargers. 
Andy Reid looks like every time he walks by a Baskin <laughs> Robbins and Dunkin' Donuts, he's got to stop in, did two bong rips, and he sits in there for an hour eating pralines and creams and donuts. I mean, he's a big boy. looks like Santa Claus, but I'll tell you this much. If you walk up to that Santa Claus and you press that man's belly button, all all that happens is cash just spits out out of his body. No he's doubt. got cash coming out of his ass, cash coming out of his mouth, cash coming out of his armpits. Going back to last year. The Kansas City Chiefs have won and covered 10 in a row. Gets better. In the month of September, their last 11 games, Kansas City Chiefs have covered 10 of those 11 games in the month of, of September. Andy Reid is a personal ATM machine. Just walk up, press the belly button, say, pay me, take the Chiefs in a blowout. Chiefs in a blowout. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs until they lose. I mean, fuck. Uh Baltimore at Houston, interesting game. I mean, some people think it go either way. <clears throat> I don't, but well, considering the fact that the Ravens are ten and one against the spread on the road since uh, 2018, it would lead you to believe that you have to play the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I've said this before. Bill O'Brien's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a real cool guy to hang out with and have a beer. <laughs> but at the end of the day, somebody better call 911 on this motherfucker because he's flat out stealing money. And I don't know who he's got pictures of. Maybe the owner with a tranny. I don't know, bro. But this man is stealing money and still should not be a coach in the NFL. So that's the problem with the Houston Texans, who I think part ways with, with Bill O'Brien at the end of this year and going in different directions. You have to ride the Ravens just based on the fact that their last 11 road games, they've covered 10 of them. Yeah, no doubt. I, I just said the same thing. I said, name me one fucking Belichick assistant who's had head coaching success. Name me one. And, oh, everyone bashes me. No, motherfucker, there isn't any. And I don't know what they're doing with Belichick under his watch, but you can't say Nick Saban because he wasn't very good in the NFL. We're not talking college. We're talking NFL. Like, there hasn't been a lot, and I know a lot of them personally. It's just, I, I don't know what they're doing under his watch, but they're fucking shitting down their leg when they get a head job. Uh, you know, McDaniels cries coming home. He he has to run home to daddy because he can't do shit on his own. And so no. just look at all of them. White, Charlie Weiss, let's don't even start with that. Fat. All right, so New England at Seattle. Bill Belichick, the last 15 times he has been an underdog. He's 12-3 and three against the spread. You give Bill Belichick points, that's like giving a pit bull a steak and letting him run in the backyard. I'm going to take New England plus the four. Woo. I got Seattle in a blowout. Okay. Uh, New, All right. New England plus four. All right. Well, uh, we'll get to that. Monday night, New Orleans at the New Vegas team. Well, let's do this. That New England game, here's what we'll do. We'll, 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 uh, We'll put a $200 bottle of wine on the table, and each week you'll have a game that you absolutely love, and I'll be on the other side. We'll call it our wine game. And at the end of the season, the person who has the lead between the wine game, you're taking on the expert here, has to give the other guy at least a $200 bottle of wine. Got, all right, so this week, our first wine game is you have Seattle, I have New England. Yep, right? Yep, I'm, yep. And, I, and, I, and, and I'm four. plus. Yep. And I get four, so make sure you write gotcha. that down. Because yep. I don't want you coming on next week going, yeah, Seattle won. They beat him by one. Yeah, I'm up one. I'm like, bro, I have plus four. This ain't you and your boy where we're just, ah, uh, you mess with a handicapper, you have to give me my point. All right, I got you. And I'll throw in my, a bottle of my slapdick whiskey. All right. Yes. All right. All right, here we go. Round it up real quick. Oklahoma State at Tulane. I'm going to take Oklahoma State is hosting Tulsa, and I'm going to take Tulsa. I'm sorry, 24. I'm sorry. Fucking Tulsa, not Tulane, sorry. Yeah. I know. I, listen, I, I got I you back, bro. I, I appreciate I, it. I got you back, you. <laughs> Slap dick whiskey, middle of the shit. day. Who knows what the fuck you're doing out <laughs> in the shit. Inland Empire. It's in my coffee um, right now, yeah. I'm going to take, take, take Tulsa plus the points. Ooh, shit. Well, me and, Van, me and Gundy don't get along, so fuck them. So, Tulsa Plus. All right, Austin P at Cincy. Cincy's like 14th in the country for fucking some reason. But um, Austin P at Cincy, I mean. No line on that game. Next. Okay, Louisiana, who obviously just played well last week, uh, at Georgia State, who's, you know, traditionally been hard to beat at home, uh, even when my buddy Willie Fritz was there. Uh, I don't know. Is that a pick or no? Well, I came on, I don't, I don't know if I 
said on your show, but many of my other radio shows, I said, keep an eye on this Lafayette team. 10-3 and three last year, lost the Appalachian State Conference Championship game, went on to win their bowl game. Pretty much the entire team is back. Went to Iowa State last week, catching 11 and a half. I said, don't be surprised to see them shock the world, win the game outright. <laughs> the amazing thing about that game is when you start talking about these Sunbelt schools or smaller conferences that go play the power conferences in the second half of those games, they get a little tired because they don't have the depth yes, that the yeah. Big 12, Big 10 SEC has. Yeah. What's amazing about UL Lafayette is not only did they show you their depth, they were down three mid-third quarter and outscored Iowa State 21 nothing the rest of the way and won the game 31-14 by 17. They have depth. I've called for them to go undefeated. I called for them to have the most magical season they've ever had. People forget that their head coach was Nick Saban's quarterback coach at Alabama. Uh, Napier can flat-out coach, get all over Lafayette and blow up. Okay, Navy at my good friend Willie Fritz is Tulane. Yeah, I'm going to – you know, I my best bet at BrandonLang.com last week was South Alabama at home plus 11.5 over Tulane. They're up 24-6 in the fourth quarter. Still covered, lost by three outright. They just ran out of gas. Tulane kind of found their footing. But with Navy losing their opener – 55-3 to BYU, you kind of take a step back and say, I got to see Navy play and see if they rebound. They're a great underdog, 14-3 and against the spread last 17, but I'm going to watch that game and, and stay away. Okay. Um, one of my great, great friends, the head coach Tulane, great, great, great fucking coach. He should be a Power 5 guy, but he's I think he's got over 200 wins in NCAA. So. Uh, South Florida at Notre Dame. I, uh, I, I, I'm smelling an upset, man. F- South Florida got athletes. Um, one of my kids are there, but you, as you know, um, South Bend, no fans. I mean, it is not really a big fucking uh, you know, helper, but what do you got? Well, you had an inflated number last week with Notre Dame minus 22 against Duke, and Duke was sniffing the outright win. I, you, you get inflated numbers involving Notre Dame because of the public's perception of them. I like South Florida plus the points. Ooh, me too. Um, UCF at Georgia Tech, who obviously beat a Florida State team, who I think is very average at best anyway, uh, at Georgia Tech, UCF. Ranks, what are ranked eighth or something? Yeah, there's two teams in college football that have 19 of 21 starters back, 19 of 22 starters back. Hmm. George Tech yeah, and the Houston Cougars. Um, I will take Georgia Tech at home plus the seven and a half. Georgia Tech plus seven. Uh, Miami at Louisville tomorrow. That's a tough game. Mm-hmm. That's a really tough game. Miami destroyed them. I think the final was 52-27 last year. However, their quarterback in that game is now playing for Kansas City Community College. I don't know what happened there, but uh, um, I think you'll probably end up on last chance U7, <laughs> probably. Um, I'm going to stay away from this game due to the fact that okay. the Canes look good against UAB. Yeah. Um, their defense looked really good. So I don't know how good they are yet. We'll know after this game on Saturday. BYU Army at Army. Army, I don't think there is a line on this game. Okay. I, know I, don't, I don't see one. They're ranked like 22 for some reason. Um, okay. All right, last thing. Lakers-Denver tonight. Well, if you're going to get the Lakers, you got to get them early. They lost game one to Portland. They lost game one to Houston. Came back to win the next four, obviously. They don't do well with time off. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump on, uh, take Denver plus the points. They seem to be on a little bit of a roll. If you're going to get the Lakers, yep, first you game. better get them early first game. So let's take Denver plus seven. Denver plus seven. Ooh, I got Lakers in four if they win tonight. And if they lose, I got them in five. I don't think they match up very well versus the Lakers like they did the Clippers. I think the Clippers, or the Lakers are too versatile. They throw three seven-footers at, at, at the Joker, and, and they're fucked. And I just don't see it. A very good matchup. But... Who knows? Uh, they're the most resilient team I've seen in the last 30 years. I'll tell you that. But, uh, well, hey, it's Pick'em Quick. Uh, my boy Brandon Lang, and I hope you guys got that. BrandonLang.com. Go check it out. Go bet on his site, and uh, you won't fucking regret it. So, as you heard the knowledge uh, being spit right here on the Slapdick Podcast. Brandon, I appreciate you, brother, in a $200 bottle. I can't wait. Game one. We got 15 more to go. So, uh... <laughs> Good luck with Good your deal. Seattle Seahawks. All right, All right brother. brother. Stay safe. Peace.
Brandon Lang, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, great knowledge of the game, obviously, of all games. I mean, fuck, he's freestyling in the car on all the lines, so just tells you how knowledgeable that guy is. So if you're a better, you better fucking listen to that man. Uh, BrandonLang.com, check it out, and uh, he's got his own site. So um, appreciate him coming on. All right, so let's get into the show. Uh, listen. The title of the show is Don't Be So Quick to Judge, all right? And it's going to be interesting, and it could be controversial. I'm sorry, that's a shocker to you guys, but could be a little controversial. It could be, and it might not be. I don't know. But as you'll see on my thumbnail on this uh, YouTube video, uh, or on our thumbnail for the YouTube uh, segment, it's this kid, a picture of this kid, Jerry Harris, from the show Cheer on Netflix. Just won an award, just like our show Netflix, Last Chance You Did. Just won an award. And uh, he was recently accused um, and charged with a child pornography production. So it's all over the news, similar to when I got a, a bullshit deal and it was all over the news. And I'm not going to be so quick to judge him like you all were to judge me. And But this should be a real great example of how people who don't know the other person judges that person so fucking quickly, whether it be good or bad. So, for instance, you all judge Donald Trump, Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Cosby, fucking Tiger Woods for his whole fucking debacle. You all judge Kobe. Uh, Everyone judges everyone without ever meeting that person. And... I, you know, I have a show about me comes out and I'm almost instantly drugged through the mud because I cuss a lot and I'm hard on the kids. Right. That's why I'm judged. So is that a fair judgment of myself? Um, you know, because of those two simple things, I, I'm not going to answer. Uh, you know, I already know the answer. So so we have a guy like Jerry Harris from this great show called Cheer. Right. Uh, Coach Aldana, great woman, great leader of of of, of cheerleaders and and boys and girls and and uh, you know she's on Dancing with the Stars right now and and living it up as she should right and uh, you know this kid was instantly crowned the greatest human being on earth and half of it being because and let's just be honest and real here okay half of it being because he was homosexual. And we're in now in a world and time um, that we're in this progressive time period, okay? And, uh, you know, you, you, you can't say what you want to say. And if you do, you're still going to get castrated by the media and so on and so forth. So it's like, you know, it, it, half of it is it, he was instantly, you know, tagged this great human because he was a homosexual and we're in this progressive time so if you don't agree with his choices you still can't say shit or you'll be vilified right well now not to judge because i don't know shit about the situation the point i'm making is how can you judge someone so quickly without ever knowing the person It, it blows my mind i never judge kobe for his beef with Shaq. They all hated automatically on Kobe's basketball game because of he had a because he was an asshole to Shaq. Can you believe that shit? I'm just just think about what the fuck I just said and listen to what I'm saying. Don't just hear me. Listen to what that sounds like. This man was literally hated for his basketball performance because he was tabbed an asshole to Shaquille O'Neal. He was then accused of a rape by a girl who was seen literally hours later at a party fucking other dudes. So whatever, right? We, we all judged him, right? Well, y'all say the rape occurred having sex with other dudes. All this shit happens. We judge him. And then obviously, uh, you know, you judge me for cussing and demanding greatness from kids who, who come from broken homes where if they get their dick sucked by me instead of uh, instead uh, of me really telling them the truth and hard on them, guess what? They fail in society, just so you guys are not clear, which is 100% accurate. So say what you want. Now, this great kid who everyone loved has been accused of child porn and a bunch of other shit. 
So now you all look like fucking idiots because you are so quick to judge. You're all judge me for a number of things when in fact my kids come out and tell you the truth on social media. Half of you shut up and disappear. The others say nothing. And others say, damn, uh, you know, the kids don't lie. And they said, yeah, coach is hard, but loves us like his own, which wasn't shown on TV. But you quickly were so quick to judge me for demanding and expecting greatness and setting them up to to battle the real world and the folks they will work for in real life and not letting them settle to get set up in life by all this dick sucking and kissing ass that's going on. I'm just going to be honest with you because you guys don't get it, man. It's like, come on, man. Like you're setting these cats up and, and, and miss me with all that bullshit. But you guys judge me for that. Everyone out there, millions of people. So don't be so quick to judge. Title of this show. I'm literally now hearing that Giannis either deserves the MVP because of the in-season stats, which was a perfect example of don't be so quick to fucking judge, to now who before you had half the media on ESPN saying that Giannis is this and this and this. He's the next Kareem and all this shit, right? Well, guess what? It's clear that LeBron deserves the MVP, not only because of his playoffs and leading the Lakers to back to the playoffs in through the Western Conference, by the way, for the first time in how long? Don't be so quick to judge. Let's let shit play out, man. Fucking MVP means what? Most valuable player. Like, the most valuable to, to, to his team, to the game, all that type of shit. LeBron clearly deserves it. I'm not even a LeBron fan. I just keep it real always, no matter what the topic is. And why we give regular season trophies out blows my fucking mind, man. I'm just telling you. What does the regular season mean to anyone? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean shit, man. I mean, New England went undefeated and the Giants beat him in the Super Bowl. That season was considered a fucking failure. Let's just keep it real. It was considered a failure. It, ma- it made me 30 grand that year because I bet the Giants because of their D-line, like I just told you on uh, the show with Brandon Lang. But Giant- Giannis is soft. He's horrible in the playoffs. He's hurt. Why does he deserve it? Kobe lost two MVPs to fucking Steve Nash because Kobe was fighting a court case. Let's be honest. In which, of course, we are all guilty before innocent. Even though the law says it to be opposite, we are fucking guilty because of social media, because of all this shit we live through now. We are automatically deemed guilty. This kid, Jerry Harris, who knows the situation? I'm not judging him yet. I don't know him. He's guilty. And he's a black man, regardless. And he's a homosexual black man. So... You better hope he's okay in jail. I'm just gonna be honest, especially if you get if he's tabbed a pedophile or a, or a you know a child pornographer runner or whatever you want to say. He's gonna get fucked up. I'm mean, just gonna be honest. So take it for somebody that's been in that situation that knows jail, knows how it works. I've been in there to speak to these people. Uh, I speak to jailers. I know how it is. Um, a lot of them are in there for fucked up reasons that you would never believe. and But we get quick to judge them, man, because they're behind these bars that everyone thinks they belong in. No, they don't. A lot of them, you'd be shocked that don't belong in it. But guess what? There's a thing called white-collar crime out there, and these motherfuckers get to walk on fucking uh, water and not get wet. But we're quick to judge every fucking buddy behind bars, especially the black folks, which is a fucking unbelievable, right? Well... We're so quick to judge that we go out and Steve Nash gets fucking two MVPs over Kobe. Like, it was a slap in the face, right? Then Kobe beats the case, and then what? Still the villain. Clearly was the best person on the court for the last fucking 20 years. But Steve Nash just got a job over about 10 cats more deserving. So what do I know? I mean, but listen, don't be so quick to judge. Deion Sanders just named head coach Jackson State University today. Why? Is he deserving? Uh, I I know at least 200 coaches that I know personally that are more deserving than Deion Sanders right now. I always tell you, cats, it's who you know, not what you know. 
So quit thinking otherwise. Please stop thinking otherwise. Dion has zero coaching experience at the collegiate level. Zero. Zero recruiting experience at the collegiate level. You can say, well, he's Dion. He can walk into a house and get any kid. That is very ignorant statement. I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? There's been other guys that are big-name guys that have can, still cannot beat out Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney in recruiting, okay? Jackson State, I would love to see it. I would love the kids' parents to understand and really look into the situation especially after this year after i've had all these shows and i've talked about why does it take so fucking long for these coaches to come out and make statements about the black live movement and all these different things i said mate you should be looking into some black fucking universities and and, and black colleges you should be and then the number one basketball player you know commits to a uh, to a, a black college and then you got other things that are happening so I'm curious to see if this thing happens. And if Dion can make the, you know, he's a figurehead. He's a household name. People know him. He coaches high school, his son, all this stuff. You know, um, great dude from everything I know. I don't know the man, but I know his resume. I know what's how it is to coach at that level. I know the real deal. And I'm just telling you, he's got zero experience and zero scholarship dollar experience. So just in that part alone, going in there and dealing with numbers, it's an all who you know, not what you know business. Because I guarantee you, I know personally, I know people that have been in the business for a long time that have been told in their interview, you don't know the scholarship numbers game well enough. We can't hire you. But Deion Sanders got hired, and it was probably over the phone because of who he is and who he knows. Let's just keep it real. He's going to get a helping hand with the scholarship part of it, which I've always said, why Why can't you get a job because you don't know that? That's not a hard deal. You can fucking figure it out, and you got compliance officers in place. You're going to fucking understand. That's not the deal breaker, but guess what? I've, I've heard that actual excuse why not, why not to hire a guy. But Dion just got hired. He don't know that shit. Zero experience managing grown men in a coaching office daily. Zero experience hiring qualified coaches to help him. Because he will soon find out he is as only good as his assistants. He's only as good as his fucking assistants. And this ain't high school. This ain't fucking, you know, the NFL. This is going to be a black college, smaller college fucking situation where it ain't going to be easy. You better have the right dudes behind you and you better and you'll be surprised how many motherfuckers backbite Dion. So he better hire some people that he knows. But it's a slippery slope. Once you start hiring your boys, it's bad juju. I'll never hire one of my friends again, ever. So understand, because guess what? They think they can be late to shit. They think they can do this. They think they can do that because they're your boy. No, you can't. And there's, there's no, no worse feeling than firing one of your boys, which I've had to do. So He's going to learn and hit. He's going to have some hiccups, bumps in the road. And I'm just telling you, um, but don't be so quick to judge. So he deserves a job, right? <laughs> no, he doesn't. But I'm not going to quick. I'm not going to quickly judge him because this is the deal. So many others will, right? We will be quick to judge him as being the guy to hire as well. So a lot of guys are going to say, fuck, he, should, he don't deserve it. But the majority, I believe, will say he does deserve the job. Again, we're quickly judging him as he's the savior for Jackson State. And we're anointing him the head coach without him having any experience. So it goes both ways. Bottom line is it's a fucking result-oriented business. And give it time before making judgment is all I'm saying on this show. Give everything time. Now that these hires have occurred, let them be judged in good time. I keep getting blown up on social media and I'm getting these questions. What do you think about Joe Burrow? 
What do you think about Daniel fucking the Giants quarterback? What do you think about Allen at the Bills? What do you think about Murray? Bro, Burrow just finished playing his second NFL fucking game last night with an JVO line, average receivers, average running back, a horrible defense. He's in horrible field position all game long. And you want me to say, oh, he's the fucking shit. Bro, slow the fuck down. The Giants kid, the Daniel kid. He's got a great upside. All these guys have good upside. If they don't, I'll say it. You know, I think he's got he's a Roethlisberger waiting to happen. He's got a better release. He's smoother, transitional, transitionally with his uh, mechanics. But is he the fucking Roethlisberger? No. I, he hasn't won shit. He hasn't done nothing. He hasn't came back in the fourth quarter yet and took teams like Roethlisberger's done 20 times. Like, I mean... Everybody asking me what I think, man. I'm just Joe Burrow just completed his second fucking game in less than a week. Joe Burrow's played two games in five days, fellas. Give the motherfucker time. Holy fuck! Ask me in two years, not one year, but give me at least two years, okay? He's got a young play caller, zero O line, average wideouts, decent running back. Like, come on, dude. Quit fucking judging professionals so quickly. Um, it's unbelievable. How, how do fucking, how do people out there judge me at net, on Netflix show? This kid, Jerry Harris, who knows if he's guilty or not. You, you, you judge all these people you've never met and in, in various different professions, right? Different platforms, different fucking entities, different aspects of life that you've never personally been in contact with or worked in or have any idea about. How do you sleep at night? I'm just curious to all you fucks out there. How do you sleep at night? Are you the master and jack of all trades? I mean, like, how does one know all? Are you Jesus? Are you God? Like, fuck me, man. I fell, I'm going to tell you a true story. I failed a math test that I need to pass to become a public high school teacher, okay? It's a fucking simple, dumb test that everyone's... It's so easy and all this shit. Well, I was horrible at math, number one. So this world isn't built on intellect, just FYI. It's built on how you fucking treat folks and how you are and how you help folks and how you're trying to make sure people are better in themselves, not just yourself. That's what this world's based on, in my opinion, right? That's JB's fucking outlook on life for the day for you guys. Well, I failed this test, okay? Not once, not twice. Not three times, but four times. I felt it four times. A few cats I know talk shit, clowning, but they were serious too, though. They were serious. And it's always those motherfuckers that you know, but you're not really your partners or your boys, but you, you, you do know them and stuff. And, you know, it's one of those deals. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to like put your finger on it. But, it's all those motherfuckers that want to throw salt. You know, you got everyone has those boys like that. So trip this. This is a true story. Them motherfucking same two cats took the test five fucking times and didn't pass it. You know what I said to them? Absolutely nothing. I just didn't fuck with them anymore. And because you judge people for what you don't know. And it's it's the single most appalling thing Appalling thing in this world to me. It's like, shut the fuck up and humble yourself. Wait to judge when you know for absolute fact, in one way or another, that it is what you want to say out loud. And it's true. And you know for a fact. The mind-blowing part of it all, though, man, is when they find out um, that, you know, it really wasn't who they thought. Uh, I wasn't who they thought I was on TV when they find out half the people that hated me now, you know, I've gotten mass emails and DMs coach. I, I have to say, I hated you, man. But now that I saw the whole, so, and now that I see the reactions from your players, man, it has to be more to it. I, I have to apologize to you. I have literally hundreds of those emails, maybe more than hundreds. And the, the, poly, the, the mind blowing part is, when they find out that you aren't the guy they think you are on fucking 16 hours of TV when you're filmed 3,000 hours, they still don't have the balls to apologize when everyone found out 
other things that are out there that exist. It could go. It could actually be another fucking story to this thing. There is two sides to every story, but it's a it's a amazes me when everyone finds out Donald Trump, you know, fucks little boys and 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 flew all over the world with Epstein. And, and, and all over and does the same shit to some of your daughters and sons out there. But y'all still voted for this motherfucker and will probably still vote for him and know people who will vote for him. How fucking sad is it, man? I, I just want to be honest. Don't be so quick to judge, ladies and gentlemen, because nobody truly knows the outcome as fast as some of you think you do. I'm just being honest. There's so much shit out there, but you guys are so fucking, but you, 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 you'll, you'll vote for a motherfucker that's literally been proven that he's been, he's done a million fucking things that we all would say is criminal, you know, immoral, fucking downright scummish bag, you fuck. I mean, everything we would want to say, right? But motherfuckers still don't have the balls to say I'm wrong. And you know what? I'm not. I'm impartial on this deal. I don't vote. I don't vote Republican, Democrat. I'm independent thinker, man. I don't. I don't trust none of these motherfuckers. But I do know there's been some truths out there and some real harsh fucking facts. And motherfuckers that think this motherfucker's real deal is unbelievable. But it goes back to the same thing. So quick to judge, man. I, I don't get it. But it is what it is. Clippers lost Game Seven uh, to the most resilient team, in my opinion, I've seen in 20 years. Denver, who I think will absolutely get destroyed in the Western Finals versus the Lakers. And, and like I said, if the Lakers lose tonight, it'll be five-game series. If they don't, they'll win it in four. I, I just don't the, – the, the Denver does not match up well at all. And you can't – you know – but listen, you cannot measure a man by his height, only his heart. And uh, so, you know, they do have hearts of lions. But sometimes, man, I'm just going to be honest, lions get trampled by rhinos and – uh Lakers are big, long, athletic, can play small if need be. I expect five games best. I'm still picking Boston to win in seven to come back on the heat. Um, and then in college football, don't even ask me, man. I, I don't want to speak on college football. You know how I feel about this whole college football thing right now. You know, Penn State had 50 tests positive yesterday. Uh, Memphis games canceled tomorrow because they're fucking 46 positive. Like, what are we doing? Like, either play or don't. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable to me. We're putting these kids through this this fucking roller coaster of of uh, emotions, and uh, I don't know. It's pretty fucking sad that grown folks that that control these kids like puppets um, in a play uh, get paid millions of dollars. It blows my mind, but it is what it is, man. Shane, I appreciate you, brother. This is what people don't get, Shane, on YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. Uh, like I said, I apologize for coming late on these clinics and shit. I'm starting, I'm starting on these tiers, um, but I promise you they will come. Um, it's just been a process with fucking YouTube, man, uh, monetization stuff. But uh, parents talk to their kids, if you're raising them right, harder than I would talk to them. That's what people don't get, especially the single mothers. Single mothers talk to their kids and say shit that you would drop your jaw to, but guess what? It's not seen on TV, and guess what? You fucking, you're, you're so quick to judge me, but yet I already have cleared it with the mom. I know. I've never had a mom come bitch at me. I'm just telling you. I've never had a mom come fuck with me about their kid. So, but guess what? On the show, it looks like there is, but it's not the case at all. The kid, the parents know. I tell the parent, listen, don't, f once I, this kid signs with me, Recruiting is over. I don't talk to parents no more. This isn't high school. I don't even talk to them in high school. That's why I like coaching inner city. But sad part is, fuck, the parents don't know the kids throwing an eraser at the teacher all day behind his back and fucking shitting on him and disrespecting every single person on campus, and uh, they don't do nothing to him. So you don't rub a dog's nose in their piss. Guess what? They piss there again tomorrow. So I'm just telling you. It's a bad, whole bad thing going on, man, society anyways with our young kids. So it's fucked up. But uh, most parents in, in high school and, and youth coaches are condoning it and sucking dicks and kissing asses of the kids so they don't transfer on them. And, uh, you know, it's created what's called, uh, you know, fucking enabled. It's created a uh, sense of entitlement. And it's told these kids they know everything 
and we know nothing. Yet, they're yet to pay a fucking bill, house bill, mortgage, car note, fucking light bill, water bill. Still want $20 every day for food, et cetera, et cetera. But yet, they know every fucking thing. Go figure. And we're allowing it. You either coach it or you allow it. I'm just telling you. So, that goes for everything in life. But we'll see, man. We'll see how it ends up. Uh, like I said, don't be so quick to judge. I don't know the whole deal with the Jerry Harris kid. But, you know, he was anointed the fucking greatest thing on earth, man, when the show was out. It, it blows my mind. I'm sitting there looking like, damn, motherfuckers, why was I so quick to be shitted on? The motherfuckers don't know me. But guess what? This cat was the greatest kid ever. Now the motherfucker has a porn ring running. You never know what you don't know. Just remember that shit. But you always think you do. And you motherfuckers know, understand what's really going on. Jeffrey Epstein, everybody thought this motherfucker was a pimp. Yeah, well, fucking little kids. I mean, motherfuckers like that get killed in jail. You just don't understand. I, you know, who knows? I don't know if the motherfucker's dead or not, but I know that motherfucker must have some clout because there's a lot of motherfuckers on his goddamn private jet. You need to watch that Netflix doc. It's sickening, man. But, you know, shit. You got motherfuckers like Naomi Campbell and fucking Chris Tucker on that plane. So just, just so we're clear, idiots and fools come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Don't get it twisted. Hey, man, enjoy the weekend. Sunday, you saw our picks. Go pick them. BrandonLang.com, BetOnline.ag. Go check it out. Slapdick whiskey, slapdick cigars. Go get you some. SlapdickCigars.com. We're updating the site. We'll have a new way to purchase cigars, and then we'll get out. we're getting it out to some lounges real shortly throughout the nation. Slapdick Whiskey is obviously CoachJBStore.com. We're also trying to get that distributed throughout the nation um, real shortly. So it'll be in a liquor store near you. And right now it's just online. But we are getting it out way faster than it was before. So hopefully everybody that has a bottle has enjoyed it. Everybody's coming back raving about how good it is. Same with the cigars. So I'm happy at this point, but uh, we're not finished, man. We got a long way to go. We're trying to get this thing going to be a big-time uh, drink. So... Hey, Jason Blankenship on YouTube. Appreciate you, Shane Bailey. Uh, all you guys, man, you members, everybody that's on, appreciate you. And uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Sound good, look good. You play good. Hey, man, Real Coach JB, be safe out there, brother. Have an enjoy the weekend. Maddie, all you guys. And, uh, hey, man, I'll see how our, our picks come out. For the Real Coach JB, Stogie, and Cali. Appreciate you. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.